0: The White House did decline our invitation for a member of the administration to come on the show today, saying they were leaving it up to Congress to act.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Weekender edition of the Muckrake podcast. I'm Jared Yates I'm here with Nick Hausman. Nick, it's the summertime, baby. Yay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: summertime. The uh, living is not so easy, Jared.
1: It's not. It's not. And it's hot and it's brutal. And I'm a creature of summer. I enjoy the summer. I enjoy the fruits of summer. Uh, I'm once again, and I believe this is for the second summer running, I'm declaring it the summer of muckrake. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's right. I I, forgot about it. I'm just
1: planting the flag again. Welcome to it, everybody, Uh, and and thank you to our patrons who, of course, went over to patreon.com slash Podcast to listen to this show. Everybody else should go over there. You listen to this show. You're hanging out. You're enjoying the vibes. Going over there and support us. Uh, Show your boys a little bit of love. Meanwhile, the summertime is a time to reinvent yourself. Every now and then, like to buzz the hair, buzz the beard, uh, 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 try something new, go to the beach, see what's happening. It's time to change the narrative, Nick. (laughs) <laughs> okay.
0: Please change the narrative, Jared. I'm
1: ready to change the narrative. Well, I got good news for everybody. Uh, President, President uh, Joseph Robinette B- Biden has decided to change the narrative. Uh, uh, people aren't feeling necessarily great. The vibes have been off. I, I don't know how you've been feeling because we need to talk about the fact that existential dread has been absolutely soaking this country for, um, by my watch, years uh, it's been particularly rough lately Can we go ahead and acknowledge that Can we just admit that fact Sure,
0: I mean listen Biden's approval ratings are like the Trump's at this point
1: uh, They are roughly equal If not lower at this point Uh, The country is frustrated. Um, Of course, uh, Biden in his capacity as the president is being screamed at to do something about any of this stuff. Uh, We are hearing word that there might be some sort of uh, bipartisan push. Uh, Biden came out in the past couple of days, said of course, uh, what we were all thinking, Nick, which is that Mitch McConnell, like the other Republicans he keeps, is a rational actor.
0: I don't know, but I think there's a realization on the part of rational Republicans, and I consider McConnell a rational Republican, and Cornyn is as well. Um, I think there's a recognition on their part that the nation can't continue
1: like this. Well, I don't know about that narrative, Nick. That narrative, that narrative ain't ain't doing great. That dog ain't hunting, as some people would like to say. I
0: mean. Gosh, it's a strange choice of words to call him a rational actor, right? Like he kind of just sort of gives him, lets him weasel around what he should be saying about Mitch McConnell, of all people. It's
1: gross, is <laughs> what it is. And, and And I say it's gross on behalf of literally millions of Americans, Nick. Literally millions of Americans whose lives have been made worse by Mitch McConnell. Uh, on, on behalf of people of color, vulnerable populations, women who very well might have their reproductive choices uh, ripped away from them because Mitch McConnell uh, literally stole the Supreme Court. Um, I don't know. I think it speaks to a larger problem, the idea that anybody who understands politics, particularly from a democratic perspective, a liberal perspective, a leftist perspective, would hear the words rational actor. In reference to Mitch McConnell, come across from their lips.
0: Well, let's pull this apart a little bit because um, does Biden get any like good points for trying to reach across the aisle at this point? Like, does anybody give him any
1: any does he does his, does his approval rating go up from this? At some point, Nick, when your child keeps reaching for a hot burner on the stove, you stop saying, you know what. He's courageous. <laughs> At some point, you don't say, you know, he's inquisitive. At some point or another, you say, stop reaching for the damn stove.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. You let him burn the shit out of his hand. Right?
1: Well, I have to say that Biden has burned the shit out of his hand a couple of times. Here, here's, here's the president of the United States being completely wrong about the Republicans and what's going to happen with them.
0: You will see an epiphany occur among many of my Republican friends.
1: I did not anticipate that there'd be such a
0: stalwart effort to make sure that the most important thing was that President Biden didn't get anything done.
1: But fear not, everybody, because there is apparently a bipartisan response that uh, is being cooked up. Uh, we're, We're currently talking about Blumenthal and a friend of the show, Lindsey Graham. Uh, apparently are reaching across the aisle in order to work on some sort of a solution for gun violence. In this case, it is um, these red flag laws The possibility that we might be able to take guns from people who are in extreme duress or are having some sort of a breakdown or whatever. Uh, Again, as we talked about on Tuesday's show, this probably would not have prevented the Uvalde shooting. Uh, But I guess uh, pretend like you're going to do something about the problem. Pretend that you've solved it.
0: Well, for, for what it's worth, I don't believe that Manchin will ultimately, quote unquote, get there. Uh, Nick, he he
1: said that he feels different about it this time Which, by the way, is also what he said after Sandy Hook But that's neither here nor there
0: Oh yeah, he's picturing his grandkids in school now And that really has shaken him to the core But again It's
1: exactly what he said last time I fucking hate this shit
0: Yeah Um, I I thought we weren't going to talk Well, can we Can we not say Joe
1: Manchin? We can't. We just, no.
0: See, I have to say, I want to just throw this out there because I feel like I've been relatively muted and not, uh, I have not let my true rage about guns come out in the last several. I think I've just been, I don't know what the word is, um, just disaffected so much. I don't even, I can't let my emotions out, but I want everyone to know out there uh, that I'm that guy who wants every single gun across the entire world removed.
1: So So here's the problem in all of this, and, and and I'm glad that you said it the way that you did. This stuff is so enraging. It's so horrifying that it's almost too much to process. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I, I was reading this article, um, I sent it to you uh, off air, like that, that mentions of Uvalde of the shooting of all of these shootings, you know, basically fading away as America is sort of uh, people say it's like we're becoming callous to it. I don't think we're becoming callous to it. I think there's like a certain level of trauma. That comes in, right? And and even now, as we're talking about this bipartisan sort of uh, uh, attempt to pass uh, gun legislation, for, well, first of all, Nick, do you have any do you have any real hope that this thing is going to get passed, regardless of it being an impotent, unworthy sort of a bill? Do you really think it will get passed?
0: Well, with sixty votes, right? That's what yeah, they do. Yeah, like, it would have to no, be. No, no, they're not going to do it with sixty.
1: Yeah, I don't think they are either. And, and that's just sort of a thing where it's like, eventually, after enough trauma, you just sort of throw up your hands. You know what I mean? And you're like, I don't think this is going to get handled, and I have to function at some point. Well, let me ask you
0: this. Do you do this, this Is what I do? When, when these things happen... I my you know I have a writing background I have an imagination I some I tend to like sort of envision what it must have been like to be in that room How, for whatever that fault of that is in my psyche I do this uh, there are times when shit is on you know video that they, you know don't watch this thing like I end up watching it for what I can't you know not watch it part of me feels like it's because I need to motivate myself to continue to want to effect change and this is a good way to do it do you do you ever do that do you find yourself sort of imagining that.
1: You know, I I have this problem as a as a writer where I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. If I think too long about breaking a bone or suffering an injury, I can feel it Like, like I can like sort of manifest it like I can put myself in a situation. By the way, that's how anxiety works. Also, kids. (laughs) <laughs> is is you start thinking about all of the possibilities, particularly, I don't know, when you wake up in the middle of the night with a start and you think about everything that you've ever said and everything that you've ever done and everybody that you've ever known. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I get that. And and I wonder if you're bringing up this possibility that people are talking about, about whether or not we shouldn't censor this stuff, if we should actually take a look at, at what this violence does and what happens in a society. I do have to tell you, I I think that there's an argument to be made but I also think this society is sick enough and and I wonder what you think. I think it's sick enough to where like even if that was widespread if people would just sort of cloister themselves in their entertainments and their individual lives and their own stuff and that it would just sort of roll on. I, I don't. I don't know if the answer can be legislated. I don't know if the answer can be done. It feels like there needs to be some sort of a societal sea change at this point.
0: I mean, I guess I'm old-fashioned, but I'm going to bring up, like, the Vietnam War footage, which did a lot to change everyone's minds in in the, in the U.S. against the war, right? Like, that was brutal imagery, and it wasn't even as brutal as it could have been. They censored that. Um, I, would, I choose to believe that if they were going to release footage of... You know what happened in Uvalde—that uh, there would be a lot of people who would change their minds and say we don't need this. I, I'm, I'm choosing to believe that would happen. And I, 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 not that I would hope that we'd have to endure that, but like I, I can't envision a, you know a scenario where you'd have everybody or a, a, you know the same people who don't who don't want gun control now, uh, nobody changing their minds. I, I just choose to believe that there would be a significant portion of those people that would.
1: And you have been listening to a free preview of our patreon exclusive weekender show if you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week not to mention exclusive content uh live hangouts question and answer sessions we're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast on top of that you get to hang out with the muckrake community which are uh really good group of people so you should do that that is patreon.com slash muckrake podcast we'll see everybody next week